With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Where are you going to start? You got a topic? Yes, sir. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get them then. <laughs> Ago, I couldn't have been bad mouthing Dallas Keuchel more enthusiastically. No. How do you explain the grand old game of baseball that uh, he doesn't uh, throw very fast either? He gets, does he? No, and he gets Philadelphia got even Pittsburgh. Any, no, Philadelphia oh. when he played out there, he went an inning and a third, right? Inning and a third, seven eight runs, whatever mm-hmm. it was yesterday. Six and a third, perfect innings. I turned it on in the fifth, and I, Dick Bremer told me he had a perfect game going, and I said, you're lying, Dick. You're not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. This slop baller cannot have a perfect game going, but uh, you never know. I can help explain why that happened. Well, the difference, I monitored, between, the difference between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh is one reason. The lineup in question had something to do with it. Um, I was monitoring the, the 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 ball game via the Pittsburgh telecast okay. through our favorite website that we use to watch ball games, yes. and uh, they had some they had some thoughts on Laz Diaz they behind didn't, the they plate. Didn't like Laz's strike zone, huh? Oh, he gave him that on the outside corner. Patrick, uh, who was their leadoff hitter? Bay, the Pittsburgh yeah. leadoff hitter, decent player, right? Yeah, he was called on strike three, and you hear the color commentator for Pittsburgh go. <laughs> <laughs> he actually chuckled at the strike yeah. three call against the Pittsburgh. Hey, Laz, Laz has been around for a long time. He's a, he's a Cuban, you know. He was used to work in the international tournaments as a as a resident of Cuba. He is confidently horse poop. Yes, you know he's bad, but he's really confident that he's great. He's, <laughs> I mean, Angel. Is knows he's bad, but he don't, won't admit it. But Laz thinks he's fantastic, mm-hmm. and he's not. So, are those your headphones? Uh, no, they okay. aren't. I just Why do I have these glasses on? By the way, you just well, they're so big. I just never, yeah. yeah. Well, they were they were sitting here. Yes, right. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm a small head. Yes, you are. But now you got to take what you can get. But not me. I fold these up and put them in Somebody the briefcase. Me Joe's not spending another four dollars on no, headphones. My headphones are expensive. <laughs> Somebody told me today that uh, you got a couple of state fair tickets in your drawer. In your, I don't have one. We I'm not have... there anymore. You got to call Roscoe. Yeah, well, I found them on the bottom of Roscoe's drawer. Oh, Once so. again, I'm going to complain about your paper. Not a not word about golf. Oh yeah, we did. They got not about, a word. You got about five graphs on it. I didn't in see the, it in the. I think it's in the roundup someplace. It's it's uh, in there. Uh uh, I'm not seeing it. You got auto racing. Yeah. You got track and field. You got around a, the horn. Uh, tennis, running, NFL. I'll turn another page there. There's a, there's a Victor Hovland shoots 61, but maybe. Well, 
Oh yeah, I see it. Huh? Okay. All right. Back Here, but my we complaint didn't exactly is exactly give a big coverage considering it's one of the most important tournaments, and the guy shot sixty-one. He won three and a half mil. Yeah. I had to look up the money, and I had to look up who who makes it to Eastview. Yeah. East Lake. East Lake. Is that this coming weekend? Yes. Did Tyrell Hamlin hey, Hatton? Make yes. It? He made it. Yes. Even though he finished bogey, bogey, double. And bogey. so did Spieth. Spieth did sneak yeah, in. Yeah, but too, they huh? start even. They don't even have yeah. strokes. They, yeah, right. They're the they're at the bottom. And Scheffler will start with at, at ten under. Ten under. And yeah. again, I'm going to say what I said last week. Golf has done a very poor job of making this interesting to the casual observer. I'm an no. intense observer, and I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> well, that's so that they they tried to not confuse people. By having the guy who won the last event not be the winner of the FedEx Cup. Whatever. So, I don't get so, it. But now they say you turn it on on uh, Friday and say, holy cow, Scotty Scheffler's 17 under. Right. But he's only 7 under. That's right. That's right. He starts so, at 10 under. 10 under, yeah. And, it, and you win that one, you get 18 mil. Yes, they keep ponying up the price mm-hmm. on that thing. So, uh, God, is he a good player for a guy who can't play? He's like Rory. Can't, can't putt. putt. Can't putt, and he's uh, he Roy him. really can't putt. No, Rory can't putt, and uh, he. Uh, but Scheffler, Scheffler's had like the, f- considering where he finishes every week, he's had the four foot yips for about uh, six weeks. Uh, did I, I? I can't find this anywhere. What Hovland did yesterday on the back four, uh, eight, eight threes, threes and, a and a four. Has anyone know. ever done that? Eight threes. Eight no, threes and a four. Nine. The only thing he could do is make nine of them. He shot 28. Anybody, yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever... Maybe uh, your story says know. something about it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, you know... Uh, you would think... I mean, did, I don't think Tiger's ever done no. that. I don't think Nicholas has ever done that. Yeah, they were raving, that's for sure. They were raving on television. That uh, this is one of the great rounds of And he's got to be about as Norwegian as we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, where did he go to school? Ole Miss or something? I mean, he's he's been in the U.S. for a long time. But he's, uh, you know, he grew up there. Doesn't he even have to, an accent. Came to the U.S. to play college. Hell of a guy. Yeah. Really good guy. He was up here when uh, the, the first 3M Open was held, and Hovland, Marikawa, and Matthew Wolf were all got special invites into the tournament from... Uh, Hollis, and uh, he said that they were, Wolf, who won, was kind of a shaky personality, but the other two guys were great kids, he said. And this guy, this guy, we, we both love him because the day after he won the tournament, mm-hmm. the memorial, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, went out and carried 36 clubs for his college buddy for yep. 36 holes trying to cover the, uh, qualify for the Open. Yep. And he... Uh uh, Wolf has disappeared. He went to live. Yeah, he won a tournament to live though about two weeks. ago. Oh, he did two or three weeks ago. Yeah. So he, he but he have he was having emotional problems. Now, no live guys can go to East Lake. No, hell no, they're no. not. They're not. No, no. Now, can a live guy be on the Ryder Cup? Yes, yes, they can because right. it's a, it's the PGA of America. Yep. Not the PGA Tour. Oh, it's not it's the not Tour. The tour. It's yeah. the. Uh, PGA of America that selects the team. And I don't know. He might take Kepka. He might take Kepka. I don't know. You think Glover will make it? 
Uh, he's very popular. He might make it. Wasn't he an assistant? Wasn't he going to be the assistant captain or he something? He said he's never played in it and he wants to. Well, let him. He's playing good, so let him go. Uh, but I don't really care because, once again, I'll be rooting for Europe. <laughs> I, I root for Europe. Well, because they're underdogs and they, you know, they. It means so much more to them than it does to us. Every player on the Europe team cut his bones in this country. Yes, he did. But when they go home, they're they're playing for the dear old Europe. Yeah. You know. So, All right. I'm going to root for the USA. Okay. Where yeah. is it this year? Paris. Paris, that's no, right. No, wait. Was it a Paris No, it's last been time? in Paris. Was Paris It's in uh, Rome. Yes, it's in Rome. Not a good... Not a good town to play golf in. I it's got think. what do they have? One course, <laughs> the public I, course in Rome. I don't, I don't think we got any Italians on the team. Gosh, I don't. Molinari think, maybe. Uh, he Although he hasn't had, had much had, of a career lately. Is he Italian or Spanish? Molinari's. Uh, I know he's he's Italian. He's yeah, Italian. Yeah, you're right. He had one of the great quotes in sports when he won the U.S. Open. Somebody said, "Will this get a lot of attention in Italy?" And he said, "I don't know. How did Ferrari do today?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a great quote. Uh, that was a great. How did quote. Ferrari do today? <laughs> this is for God. listener Mike. Wow! The correct bell is in play because this is the fourth straight time you guys have brought up where the Ryder Cup is being held. Rome. <laughs> yeah, said, we got it right. This I time. know, but he said you got you need a sound effect yeah. for every time Pat and Joe bring up where the Ryder Cup is on Monday Night Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. What's the sound effect? It's the correct bell, though. Wow. All right, we got it. We got it. Because Paris is the, I get the Olympics and the Ryder Cup moved up, mixed up. The, Paris is going to be the home to the. And Olympics. I think in 2028, when it's back in Chaska, Monday Night Sports Talk on location. <laughs> yeah. At Hazeltine. Who's going to drive us out there and wheel us up to the. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I don't even think I can make it to the tent, much less out of the tent. I doubted, you know. God. Oh, we'll get you out no there. Chance. Oh, yeah. It's we'll... there in 28? 28, right? 28. Coming back first. Time they've come back here and God, I don't know how long. How are they because possibly going to luck out on better weather than they, they had are. in 2018? Wasn't that something? Oh, no, it was 2016. Or sorry, 2016. They're going to get rain and snow, <laughs> hurricanes, 70 mile hour winds. Uh, Dodger Stadium will be on an island again. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you seen the aerial pictures of Dodger Stadium? No, with this it's storm. There's, it's a, it's a, there's a moat around it. Really? It looks like an island. God did, but it's up on a hill. That's what I said it's earlier. And, and, and Reber said, no, it's in a ravine. I thought it was in the ravine. Chavez ravine. ravine is the whole. Look, there's a hill. hill. They're, up, they're yeah. up on the rise. Yeah. Chavez okay. ravine was all the poor Hispanic Mexican houses that they came in and ripped down so they could build Dodger Stadium. I see. And that it's a, it used to be a very poor neighborhood around there. I don't know if it still is. So. It's up on a hill overlooking Los Angeles. So basically, this turned out to be a heavy rain, right? I'm grateful that I think it was a bit overplayed in the news. They're still having terrible rain problems. Rain, yeah, they're going to have the mudslides. Yeah. The guy up there, the guy who built the $3 million, $4 million home up there, on the hill. Yeah. He's going to be down on the freeway here in about two weeks. So, right? He's going to be down in the ravine. Yes, in the ravine. <laughs> 
I have not seen that at Dodger Stadium, though. Here, but they were very, uh, they played, everybody out there played double headers on Saturday and got the hell out of Dodge. Oh. So, so um, you know, Dodgers, meanwhile, have won like 15 in a row or something like that. They are hot. They are smoking. I'm seeing if I can find the photo for you, Patrick. Now, are the Twins in town tomorrow or gone? They're in Milwaukee for two days. For and two. Then they return then they're back. to play Texas. And they have, uh, this is a stretch of 12 out of 14 home games. Mm-hmm. And the only two road games are in Milwaukee. Here you go, Pat. Here's your aerial footage. I don't know if you can see that from where you're s- sitting. little helicopter footage of Dodgers, Steve. Oh, yeah, that is. It's going to be hard to get in there if they're... Uh, if they're playing tonight, they're going to be a little trouble getting I take in there. it the Dodgers are on the road. Uh, I, don't I can know. look that up, Ray. Right? I hope much, so. It doesn't make much difference. Because they ain't getting in there. How would Larry David get to Dodger Stadium <laughs> now? Because I'd hate to put that big chubby hook, hooker in a boat. Would yeah. be a, that would be tough, too. <laughs> Of, of, of all, and we've talked about it, of, of all these great gimmicks, mm-hmm. that might have been the best to beat the traffic to Dodger Stadium. I thought it was so he could use the carpooling. Wasn't that, that what was, it was? Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Angels are hosting Cincinnati, but it looks like that game has already been postponed. Okay. Uh, the Dodgers are not on the schedule tonight, mm-hmm. but they are in Cleveland to take on the hated Guardians well, you could, tomorrow. Yeah, you could play that game. Yep. Yeah. Ain't no the second-place Guardians with a... Record of fifty nine and sixty six. They uh, they haven't been doing too well lately. We have now we've now expanded our lead to six games, right? Yes. So, and when you when you're getting uh, when you're getting Dallas Keuchel to dazzle the other team, things are going good. That's for sure. Would you consider the Twins drawing well? Yes, you I would. think they're pretty good. They're about they're a couple hundred thousand ahead of last year. Mm-hmm. They're. Uh, they're, now Saturday night wasn't good. It was only twenty three thousand, but they Friday they had thirty again. I don't know what they had yesterday. Twenty five. Twenty five yesterday. So those yeah, it's Pittsburgh and it's you know this is that last week to go to the lake and all that yeah. stuff. But I I was surprised Saturday was so poor. It couldn't be because people were staying home to watch the Vikings on TV. I oh, think. dear God, I hope not. Do they have a, the Vikings play at noon this coming weekend? I believe so. Yes, they do have That's a, a Well, you got to get ready. You know, you got to get your body clock yeah, in noon, sync. Noon, to, you can get there early to see nobody play. Right. Somebody had a screenshot of the ticket prices basically a half an hour before a kickoff on Four Saturday. Bucks. Two. Two bucks. You could get in for $2. Really? The Vikings game on Saturday. Hell, I'd go for And that is bucks. still a ripoff if yeah. you've paid 2 bucks. Do you see who, who came out and played a quarter last weekend? No. Patrick Mahomes. He oh, that's played. Right. Yeah. Our guy won't play. No. We got to save it. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, the best player in the history of football, he comes out and plays a quarter. Rodgers playing this weekend. He played. Yeah, he played. I don't know. It's uh, you, you drives me nuts that they'll play all these guys in a scrimmage, but then when you people are paying to get in a game, they don't get to see anybody. It's uh, but they had a full house. Yeah, well, they probably they announced did. a sellout because the well, season. Well, the TV showed it. I Judge mean. said he thought they had close to fifty over fifty when it started, but by the second half, she was a little. Mm-hmm. But the night kind of reminded me, heat wise. Humidity-wise, of the first ever Viking game in the Metrodome, remember that? <laughs> I don't. When people were, it was 
like 92, and we didn't have the air conditioning because the thing was going to be naturally cool. Sure. Remember? It was going to be like sitting. Oh, you were below grade. It was going to be sitting below. It was like being in a basement. Right. It was going to be like being in a basement. It's like Rookie's House with no AC. You got the nice and, breeze coming. And when the game, at, at by the second quarter, there were 25,000 people outside fanning themselves and 10,000 people in the stadium. It wow. was unbelievable. I was covering it and left. <laughs> Went to the paper, watched the second half. It was so damn hot. It was unbelievable. But that, that was a scam they always ran on us, too, by the way, to keep it under $55 million. Right. They, uh, so wait a minute. Did they, the, the, the Twins didn't play there before the Vikings did? Yes, but the Twins were uh, in, in 82. The Twins, first year, new stadium, the Twins drew 915,000. Right, but they didn't understand that, hey, we probably need some. You, in other words, they'd already played a couple of Twins games. Well, did they? Well, they played the whole half That's what I'm saying. So how did they not realize that they were going to need some? Well, didn't they ultimately end up with air conditioning? Yes, yeah. they put it in the next year. Yeah. They always they always knew they were going to have to, but they we came in under budget and on schedule. That was the big thing. What a and dump they, that place was. <laughs> what a dump. <laughs> God, that was dreadful. I remember Sid screaming at you the first night they played the Phillies, and had the Phillies came to town. Pete Rose, Pete for Rose, two games, Saturday and Sunday, and it's April like second or yeah. something, something yeah. first yeah. or second. Sid screaming, "How would they would have never been able to play this game?" And I had to Did, keep telling him, Sid, be, Sid, "It's April second. It's April second. It's an exhibition game scheduled because you're in a new stadium. We wouldn't because it was raining that night. It was, it was cold. cold. Sid, we, no, we, they couldn't play this game outside, yeah. could they?" <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they and they wouldn't be. You, no, we would, you. We wouldn't say we would. We wouldn't have the Phillies flying in here to play two exhibitions at Met Stadium and draw six thousand for each game. That's a hell of a trivia question. Who got the first ever hit in the Metrodome? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. He was always proud of that too. Yep. He always. Yep. I introduced myself to him from Minnesota. He said, "I got the first hit in the Metrodome." Yep. You know? He was big on. History. Oh, all kinds of that stuff. Because wasn't it when Rodney hit the triple in the yeah. All-Star game? And he said, you're the first guy. First to... guy ever hit two triples in the All-Star That's game as he was sliding into third. You know. Wow. Is he ever going to get in the Hall of Fame? Face. I don't know. They're going to have to have a special thing because the old Hall of Famers won't vote him in the sure. Veterans Committee. So I don't know why not, though. What, what consequences will Mickelson face for his betting? Anything? Uh, it can't be a billion dollars. Jeez. It can't be a, a billion. billion. A billion dollars. Now, that's the money that's been exchanged, right? He hadn't lost a billion. No. Apparently, his wife is a gambling addict, too. Really? Yeah. His wife was... Wasn't that the legend? She was in into one of those casinos for a million bucks or some damn thing. But a billion. He can't be a billion. There's you know. no way. No. Remember they went through that period of just such a touching, heartfelt story because his wife was sick. And, yeah, she had, and she had and she got better, and everybody thought. I, see, those a lot of those guys fooled me. Like Tiger fooled me. Mm. Oh no, he didn't. God Almighty. Nicholson fooled me. Tiger, you know, no, he didn't. He Tiger fooled didn't me. Fool you. you thought Tiger? <laughs> no, I, options, baby. Options. I told you what fooled me. I said one time. I said, "What well, the story I want to read is Tiger Woods at a major." 
off the course. He would never let anybody do that story, and now I know why. But I always thought it would be you could bounce a dime off the bed that he made that morning. Mm-hmm. He came home, the chef had some greens, and then they had a vid- green lettuce and stuff. And then, and and then the video coach would come in and say, okay, let's review that wedge shot on number six. And then he'd go out in the yard and he'd practice it 400 times. No, he was chasing pancake house waitresses. Yes, it, it turned out he was bouncing the seventeen-year-old babysitter from next door off the bed. And then not a, not a dime. I was fooled. I was climbing fooled. through the window. Yeah. How come he? Were he and Elon not sharing the same bedroom? I don't then? know. Because. Uh, that well, was, was a big arranged, house. Pat. That was big an arranged house. marriage, wasn't house. it? How come we got that bedroom back there? Uh, I don't pay no attention. No, to no, he uh, he. He was. He saw. She was the Jesper Parnovich. She was his date. His, his, he and his, her twin. Yeah. She and his her twin were the babysitters. Right. For Jesper. For Jesper. And they uh, they're both the most. That's that's Tiger says Jesper. What's going on here? And he had Jesper lined up the date. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I guess they asked either either twin who and and, and uh, Elon said yes. Hmm. I, Elon did okay. Elon's rebound was okay, though. She had a bigger yacht than he did. So uh, didn't then, she get remarried? I don't know if she married the guy, but she was. Doesn't uh, she own an island or a boyf- country or something? Yeah, her boyfriend. It's yeah. more of a ravine. I, I told you when I was at Louis, looking down at the yachts, Tiger's. That's Tiger's yacht, and that bigger yacht next to it, that's Elon's boyfriend's yacht. Oh boy, a bigger one. Those so, are big yachts. Yeah, I haven't seen Louis lately. I, is I everything okay? Is he is I think he doing? He's okay, but uh, usually I talk to him once. Probably a week. playing a lot of golf. Yeah, well, he's uh, he got the place up in uh, Wisconsin too. Well, I didn't know weekend that weekend place. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I thought he always I kept thought, a summer place back home in the Sioux. No, no, somewhere. No, but he uh, he uh, he was on a lake up there in Wisconsin, and then he bought this place, this old place with the stones, and mm. it's. Uh, it's basically an old, really rich, I think, timber guy's yeah. cabin. And uh, I said, about 10 years ago, he brought up, eight, 10 years ago, he's put a lot of money in it. And I said, but I said, geez, Louie, what, what does a thing like that cost you? 1.25, he said. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pry Louie for information. 1.25. So that well, was, he's done well in the old investment business. Oh, God, yes. And he's got a, now he's got a barracks for all the grandkids and yeah. stuff like that. So. Well, we Pat. We should go up there some weekend. And uh, keep well, us. I'm waiting for the phone to ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'd have you up. Oh, hell, oh, hell yes. yes. Every time I talk to him, he said, you got to come up some weekend. But I'm going to save my visit for Florida, though. I'd rather go oh, work. Oh, yeah. You'd yeah. love the Florida. Yeah. Up there on the 12th floor. Uh, I don't like that height. I, yeah, maybe I better stick to the you summer. You can walk camera. around, like, you know, it's the top floor, and his balcony is half of the top floor. Yeah, but is there a tall railing on the balcony? Oh, yeah. You're good. Oh. You're good. You don't have any fear of uh, falling off. Reminds me of when, you know, we'd used to dial up Patrick when he'd be at the Royce Estate in Florida for those those hits during spring training. He'd, he'd say, be out by the pool. Well, he'd say, I got to uh, shy away from the sunbathing beauties. Yep. <laughs> A lot of beauties out there. <laughs> yeah, well, Louis, uh, the, the Florida place is really nice, but what an amazing, you know, he has his, he has his, NHL career, he becomes the he 
First of all, he gets the league to agree to put two teams together and become one. Then he figures out the San Jose Sharks, how the hell they're going to distribute players with the North Stars. Then he leaves and starts going making real money. Yeah. Then he's still hustling. Yeah. How old is Louis these days? Three, I think. He is, huh? But you, nice thing about it, I always tell him, you don't know any difference between Louis when he's on vacation and when he's working. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So what a great guy, though. What a fantastic guy. All right, he, no ball game tonight, no he, nothing. He's the greatest thing, though, was the sports show when Louie would fill in. And uh, then Louis, then we'd go to the Perkins out on uh, on uh, 394 and go in there afterwards, and Sid and Louis would argue about who was the most influential guy in town. That'd be great. And Louis could, Louis could trump all of Sid's great stuff. And, and who would typically stuff. start that conversation? Uh, would that be you? Well, me or Maxie would yeah. start it to get him going, you know, to get him <laughs> agitated at each other. But... Uh, Sid was the easiest guy to agitate about, of course. Now, Maxie, I told you, underrated agitator. Sure. He'd always talk about the party he was at <laughs> that week, some important, which was all BS. And said, oh, Sid couldn't think of anything but why he wasn't invited to the party. Well, that's where we got well, this that's great, great sound clip. Where's the party? Yeah, right. I remember that day. Uh, <laughs> name me an old gopher who was in Bobby town. Bell. It was Bobby Bell. Bobby Bell. To be named to the what? The Gopher Hall of Fame or something, something like that. that. And there was going to be a big, Dave Lisa was going to be a big party for him tonight. He says, what, what do you mean? Well, I didn't hear about that. What is, where's the party? And, of course, Dave, knowing that he could get, oh, yeah. get him going. Oh, he just killed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dave says, it's going to be a big deal. Uh, a lot of, Everybody's where's the be party? There. Where's the party? He, couldn't, he could not and answer. That's all he could think about the rest of the time. <laughs> Not easy. get invited. He was the easiest <laughs> guy to agitate in the history of mankind. He he always leapt. He never he never no. never had that pause before he'd leap. In fact, I believe he set it up by saying, "Hey, big weekend. Gophers are playing. Yeah. You know, Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Bell's in uh, town. Bobby Bell's going in the Hall of Fame. I assume said you'll be at the party this evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. it was his, what party? It was what? his Friday morning hit on yeah. the neighbor. You yeah. know." Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, the night before the, uh, you know, the big gala, yeah, some, something happened. Nothing that happened in sports could interrupt. Hit him. play. Where's the party? <laughs> Where's the party? <laughs> on and on and on, on and, and on. on. <laughs> Where's the party? Oh, I want to know God. about the party. Damn it! <laughs> All righty. Well, I'm looking forward to my Monday appearance at the last ever oh, year God. of Garage Logic at the fair. Get out there, ladies and gentlemen. Could be. And I'm going to get blamed by management for you saying that on the show. I no, you it. just tell I them you're working it. with two uncontrollable people. I heard it. First hand. I heard it. By the way, congratulations on the uh, the party. That was fun. That was the party. That was, that was a party. party. Sid would have loved that party. That yeah. was an amazing crowd. It was... Yeah. Uh, it was um, pretty No, good. you would have gone on the next, whatever next taping of the, the highly rated sports show and said, you see how many people suit Chad at his radio show? I've never seen a crowd like that. <laughs> Nobody else could put a crowd like that in there. Oh. That's the great line. I keep thinking of that line that Gay Talese wrote, wrote a great long story about Joe DiMaggio and... 
there's a quote in there where yeah. Marilyn Monroe came back from Korea and said, Joe, you never saw heard such cheering. And Joe DiMaggio said, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, anyone who suggested at the fair that they didn't, that said they had a bigger crowd than Sid was, oh, yeah. was, uh, was never, never going to happen. <laughs> Unbelievable. I still, his greatest fair moment, though, had to be when he ran over the cop. <laughs> He was trying to get to the parking in the back, and the cop was like this, and Sid just keeps going. I've never heard this. He, he didn't run him over. He was going like 10, but yeah. the, the cop stops. Stop. He's, he's, he's getting to that spot no matter what. Is this the big Cadillac? What was oh, he yeah. driving? Oh, it's all he drove. That's true. It's all he drove was Cadillac. All he drove was a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> the glove box full of credit cards. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, see you at the fair. See you at the fair. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seen in returns. Yep, that is more common than you would like to think in the investment business. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involved risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.